ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for coming in, kicking back, relax with us. I hope that you leave intrigued, um, educated, with a new awareness, and with a, a mission to find out how this word plays into your life and how you sit with it. My name is Stacy Johnston. E- thrilled to be here with you, and equally thrilled to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Johnston. Kathy Holland, I'm so sorry. Kathy, how are you today? You know, I feel like it's been that kind of day for everybody. Everybody I've talked to has been in, like, slow-mo or total jig-jumbled. I'm just like, I don't know what it is, but today is not the day for talking for people. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, well, how are you today in, in the middle of all the jumble? I'm good. Busy, but good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So let me ask you. When we talk about these words, we think, you know, we, we don't pick them until right before we get ready to record and we choose a word we're going to talk about. Do you find yourself playing into it in the days ahead? Uh, does it go into your vast store of knowledge? How do you utilize it? How do you find yourself using it? It has been very beneficial to my ability to respond to a situation versus react as far as communication goes, it's really helped mm-hmm. with that because, you know, it's, I get to hear different perspectives and different definitions and different interpretations of the very same word, and it makes me sit back and think, wow, you know, good point. So, hmm. Yeah, I like it. You know, I think when we first started, I had a perception of what it was going to be about, right, and how I was going to utilize it, how I was going to take these words and, and turn them into to trainings and really utilize it in my business. But what I found out is that it has really changed the way I communicate with people. When I have a thought or a concept, I take some time in the beginning to go, so how do you feel about this thing or this word or what is this about for you? And I really kind of try to get their understanding about it before I bring mine into it, you know, because I find it to be less confrontational. Maybe. So I think it's really just kind of opened up my ability to more smoothly communicate with more people. Yeah, I kind of appreciate that. So let's get this conversation today on the road. We have a a, a returning guest with us today, and we are excited to bring in this Veronica Lamb. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. We're very glad that you're with us. So... Today we're going to talk about the word judgment. So when you hear the word judgment, what's your perception of that word? Wow, that's an interesting one. I would say, I guess there's two reactions. So like initial reaction is that judgment is used often as like a negative term in modern day society I think um, in our current cultural context you know they judgment is like oh don't judge me don't um, judge somebody else that kind of thing but if I pause and I think about what it really means to me it's about making clear decisions on what's good for me or what's for me or what's not for me or for my family, that kind of thing, right? It's being able to see something and make a clear determination, whether it's a yes or whether it's a no, 
um, in my life. And that's how I think about it as far as, like, day-to-day in my life. Mm, I like that. That clear decisions for me. You know, I, I like that definition so much better when we can go inside and take it off that super visual what's happening in the world definition. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Kathy, how about you when you hear the word judgment? Where does that take you? It, it, you know, people always say, oh, I don't judge. Well, yes, you do. Everybody does. You have to, right? And I don't mean necessarily judge people, but I mean judge situations, right? There's, there's right, the difference between discernment and judgment, right? But I think that everybody has to judge situations to, to determine, right, safety, you know, all the things that has to be judged. Um, but I think that judgment for me is, right, and I think, I actually think we talked about this the other day, judgment, my interpretation of judgment is what I think I know about a situation. Mm, right. I like that. Whether, whether that's wrong or right, that's, that's what it is. Right. I like that. I think that really defines our instant in, in, interpretation of a situation. A lot of times it's what you think you know about that. I really think that's an important point. Um, I like that. You know, I think judgment for me, when I try to take judgment internal and put that word on the inside and look at me, I think about my level of self-judgment, right, and where that stops me or where that pushes me forward. I think that comes down to my, you refer to it as your echo chamber, right? I refer to it as that self-talk center. So much of my self-judgment comes from the things that I've told myself for so many years or my whole life or I've let someone else put into that self-talk center for me. And so I think my personal judgment of myself, my abilities, my attributes, my <clears throat> my story, whatever it is, I think it, that's where it comes from, is that self-talk center where we, where we find our own self-judgment. Right? And I think a lot of times the way we judge other people manifests out of that very same box. Right? Those things that we more harshly or tend to judge ourselves on, we also tend to pick that out and judge situations, emotions, feelings, relationships, whatever out of that same box at the end of the day. I just had this conversation with my husband the other day, and I told him, I said, you know, the best judges are also the best reflectors, right? So the people that are judging and making the harshest judgments on people that they don't know are really reflecting on the things about themselves that they don't like. Mm. Very good observation. How about you, Veronica? Where does that take you? Oh, I think that's really insightful. And I have this conversation a lot. You know, my daughter, she's in um, uh, third grade, going to fourth grade, right? And so she's just starting to navigate, like, all of those friendship relationships and things like that. And, um, you know, we've been talking a lot. There's a child in her class that really um, 
struggles and really like acts out and sometimes feels like my daughter is, you know, the best friend and is kind of obsessed. Um, and then other times if uh, she doesn't do what they want her to do, then they, you know, get really harsh and kind of retaliatory, at least with their words and things like that. So I've been talking to her kind of along the same lines of what you ladies are saying is like, you know, I think this child is acting out. This is a lot of the pain that 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 they're feeling internally, and they're projecting it out towards others. And I think that self-judgment, um, it really does come through. The thoughts that we have in our own head um, that are creating negative feelings about ourselves, that are creating negative feelings about, like, our ability to be able to accomplish something, our ability to have relationships, to have friendships, right? That often comes out and thrown out as accusations towards other, towards the world, right? Towards others. Um, it's like almost like the the negative mindset makes us or any individual think that the biggest fears in our head must be what's really happening in the other person's head, right? So, like, if in our head it's like, oh, you know, I'm stupid and I feel like that I I did a terrible job here and I'm not a good friend, um, then that can turn into us believing that somebody else thinks that we did a bad job or that we're a terrible friend, you know, and it causes this sort of, like, lashing out or this reaction um, that may confuse the other person because that may not be their thoughts at all, right? Like that's just the thoughts inside of our head when we're dealing with that self-judgment, when we're dealing with that self-like criticism. And just how Kathy said, you know, the people that judge the world the harshest are people that they don't know. I think I don't I think it's a really good point. I I totally believe that it comes from the internal struggle that they're having and they're basically they're not really telling the world what it's like. They're telling what they feel, you know. They're exposing their own thoughts and their own internal um emotional anguish by the accusations or the nastiness that like comes out in the words. Mm. Very nice. Good point. Love that. Beautiful concept. So do you think that judgment and discernment, how do you think they go together? Or how do you think they're separate? I'll let you answer that either way. Kathy? Mm. I think, you know, like I said, judgment is what I think I know about the situation. Right. But if I give myself the opportunity to explore that situation, then I get to use discernment and make the most educated decision for myself. Mm. I like that. I like that that slide from one to the other. How about you, Veronica? Yeah, I um, would say... I would look at it as like judgment is the decision. That's the decision-making um, finalization of that 
decision. And I would say that discernment, I feel like that involves something less tangible than the, just the facts on the ground. And this is where it gets hard, right? Because if we have that internal negative self-talk or self-judgment going on, it can be hard for us to really navigate discernment and our gut instinct. Because I think gut instinct and discernment or um, you could even say that it's something like supernatural, like more on the spiritual realm, um, comes in and influences our our discernment. Like when we walk into a room, some rooms feel different than other rooms, right? And that can be depending on who's in there um, or what kind of topic was being discussed beforehand, if there was tension, that kind of stuff. You can feel those things. And so that's where I think like discernment comes in is where it's paying attention, at least for myself, it's paying attention to like, okay, what is my gut instinct telling me? What else is going on in this conversation or in this situation besides what's just in front of my eyes? And I think Developing discernment is a really important skill that everybody has the ability to develop, but it does take quite a bit of work um, to develop. But I think it can guide us greatly in how we make decisions, how we make judgments of what is for us or what is not for us, what we want to participate in, what we don't want to participate in. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I like that. You know, I think, I think discernment in judgment, discernment gives us the ability to respond versus react. If you mm. jump right to judgment, we're much more likely to react to a situation or a comment or a moment or an emotion than we are to respond to it. But if we step back and let discernment come in and really understand how do you sit with that, what is that about? Where did that come from? Right, because you may have this instant judgment on where it comes from. But when you step back in and then use some discernment, like you said, you kind of go, "Oh, so that's really not even about me." Right, that came from over mm-hmm. here. You just inserted itself in. So I think it's a it's a pathway, right, to to being able to respond versus react. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me. About you, Cass. So let me ask you. Let me ask you another question. Do you think the ability to decipher between judgment and discernment is the ability to verb being a good judge? Mm, Good question. I'm not sure that you can judge. I'm not sure that you can verb judgment well without discernment being a part of it, right? Because we're quick to judge. Well, we, I can judge a situation in about three seconds if you give me a minute, right? Throw a picture out in front of me, and I, I can judge immediately what I think might be going on there. Right? But until I take a moment to enter some discernment and sit back and go, hmm, so what's that picture really about? So many times it changes my viewpoint. It changes the way I see it. I think one is critical for the other. One manages the other. How about you, Veronica? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, uh, to make a 
a good judgment, a healthy judgment, um, you got to have that discernment. It's like discernment is the path that takes you um, to the good judgment. So, um, and it requires discernment, I think, is a process. Like it requires time, like you have both mentioned, um, to really learn more than the first glance at a situation, right? And being willing to sit, to listen, to notice, to receive, like whatever other um, verbs need to be in there. But you've got to take that time to sort of gather um, the pieces of information, like tangible and intangible. And I think that, yeah, that's really part of that discernment process. And that's how you get to good judgment. The, the snap decisions, the snap judgments are typically what's painful, what's hurtful, what's not productive for situations or relationships. Amen. We can just learn that lesson when we're five instead of when we're 35. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? It's like it's a whole lot, a whole lot of grief. So let me ask you both this question, same question as parents. Like you're both raising young children in a world that is filled with chatter and opportunities to practice sound judgment. So how do you verb judgment in a way for your children so that it becomes a positive for them and not a negative force? Kathy? Well, so my kids are all young. They're, They're all seven and under. So my... I think the 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 best way that I can do that is to use my discernment and hope and pray that when they get older they go, that really was a great decision. Sorry I fought with you about it. Right. Because there's so much, that's part of the reason I chose to homeschool my kids, right? There's so much stuff. Right. And, you know, good and bad, it has, you know, they're young, right? So I still have the ability to protect them and to keep them innocent, right? So just like I told my husband, I said, I'm going to take that opportunity while I can because it's important to me that they get to learn things from all sides not just the side that somebody decided they needed to learn from, right? It's important to me that they get to learn all aspects of the situation because I think it will make them a good judge of character, a good judge of situation. There you go. I think, I, I think I owe it to them to teach them like that, right? So that is how I feel like I get to verb that daily. I love that. Constructing judgment. Well, I like that. It's a beautiful concept. Veronica, how about you? Yeah, that's a great question. I was thinking about it. You know, I try and walk my children through, like, how I make decisions, so verbalize it a little bit. And, you know, there can be really, like, basic things. 
like say about sugar or a treat, right? Like after school or before dinner or after dinner, um, those kinds of things. I try to walk them through like, well, you know, we are going to be stuck in the house, you know, at this time or you've got to get ready for bed, but we are supposed to go out, you know, and meet with somebody at the park at this time so we'd be better off having the sugar. Like then that way you don't get in trouble for misbehaving or being too hyper, you know, inside the house or, you know, not paying attention while we're getting ready and that kind of stuff, right? So I talk them through those kinds of decisions, um, which are like the, the like non-personal ones, right? And well, non-relationship ones. And then for my daughter, more so, my son's still young, but, um, my daughter more so talking her through the interactions with friends and sorry my dog is whining hold on one second no um so my daughter yeah with her friends um just kind of walking her through you know sometimes she said like oh so and so was acting like my friend but then today they said that i couldn't be in their group or whatever it is and just sort of walking her through like, okay, so how do you want to handle this when somebody's not nice to you? Like, how does this make you feel? And what could you say to convey that you don't like this or you don't want it to happen again? Um, you know, how do you work with your own boundaries and things like that? So I feel like that's one way in which I'm working with my daughter kind of on a daily basis, just depending on her interactions at school with friends or with bullies or with um, children that are having struggles in the classroom. It's like, okay, how can you still say, you know, you don't have to get mad, you don't have to act out at them. Um, you can put up a boundary and let's talk through how you can do this and the words that you want to use to do that. So I don't know. That's how I've been doing it so far um, with the kids and just helping them see how to think through the decision-making process to come up with something that they feel good about um, and is, as best as it can be for everybody involved. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love the I love the parenting moments and the insight that it brings to to those kind of things. As a grandparent, I appreciate it. Right. I appreciate how what we do can help you feel like your kids are growing up in a better place. You know. I love mm-hmm. it. I hope that it helps. And I could continue having this conversation all day. I love these conversations. I get pre-registered. Mm-hmm. Cassie, were you about to say something? No, right now. I thought I heard her step in, and I didn't want to step on her toes. But with respect to you, Veronica is our guest, and with respect to Kathy as my co-host and our audience, uh, we are going to have to find that place to wind down. And so I would love for you always to remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you want a banner or word with us, if you just want to have a conversation, we're interested in what you have to say. So please reach out to us at herobuilder2020 at com. I know that I'm going to take my moment and close to say thank you so much, Veronica, for your candor and your transparency and your wisdom and knowledge and your just willingness to step in here and, and deep dive into this conversation with us. I really appreciate your uh, wisdom and your point of view. I'm, yeah, it's very insightful. I love it. Makes my day. Kathy? 
Thank you as always. And how would you like to leave our audience today with judgment? You know, with not even necessarily with a challenge, but as a reminder, you know, we've talked about judgment throughout this conversation, but I would like to remind everybody that judgment is not a bad thing, right? Judgment is not always negative and it's important. It's important for you and for the people around you. So use your judgment to use your discernment. Oh, Veronica, I'm sorry, I had the mute button on. <laughs> Go ahead, Kath. <laughs> Yeah, How would you like? Would be awesome to close us out today. <laughs> we would take the stage for us, Veronica, and close us out. How would you like to leave the audience today? Oh yeah, I just thought. Well, I really agree with you, with you ladies, and I would encourage everybody to um, take that second to pause in discernment and looking at the situation. Um, before you arrive at your final judgment. And uh, I would just encourage them to really see judgment as as making a a clean and clear decision of um, what's for you and what's not for you, what's serving you, what's not serving you. And um, I would also say, you know, I have uh, actually some free um, sessions in getting quiet and listening. So one of the things that I do is I teach women to do a five-minute daily practice um, that allows them to really move into alignment, um, mind, body, and spirit. And it's called Meditation with God, and people can get three um, free sessions of that if they want. And um, they can connect with me on Instagram or on Facebook or on my website, veronicalam.com. But, yeah, they can feel free to message me on Facebook or Instagram also, and I'd be happy to send them a link to where they can get their three free sessions and just practice that sort of quiet pause to sit um, in discernment and gather their thoughts prior to making that decision, prior to making judgments.